Are you ready? Yeah. You want me to do the intro? Hello, and thank you for joining us for this special episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. I am Mark. And I am Jamie. And we are post the Extreme Rules Premium Live event. And this is going to be an interesting one because it is 1.19 in the morning. And unfortunately, it, even though this is a Coffee and Wrestling podcast, there will be no coffee. Yes, on as this it is coffee a late and one. Wrestling podcast. It is a late one. Like I said, we are just after... Extreme Rules, uh, we had some friends over, so we were able to watch and enjoy and have some laughs, but it's time to get down to business. Yeah. It's time to get back down to getting back on track with what we're doing. We missed a little bit of this week yeah. due to a bunch of stuff, but... That's okay. So uh, let's start off by talking about the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in the good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. With another... QR code. Before clue. it started, right? Wasn't there one at the, at the beginning? Yeah. I believe it was when uh, Ridge Holland and them were walking down. It like flashed. Yeah. Maybe I might be wrong. I know there was one. Might have been in the pre-show as well. There was one in the pre-show. That's what it was. They were talking during the pre-show about one of the matches and uh, the clue that happened previously on SmackDown began to play, and then it just came back up without even anybody saying anything. So we already had the White Rabbit clued in. Yes, and then there was a tease during their entrance as well. Yes. Uh, But yes, we had the Brawling Brutes taking on the Imperium. The Imperium. It's not the Imperium. It's just Imperium. Just Imperium. Uh, It was a pretty good match. Yeah, I mean, we've obviously seen them go back and forth over the last few weeks. Not a bad good old Donnybrook. Uh, yeah, good old I fashioned. I didn't realize they were going to literally bring bar yeah. like aspects <laughs> and into the ring. Like they had barrels. They had an actual like it was only probably a four and a half foot bar. Yeah, it was small, but it was it was there. It was there. Yeah, <laughs> it was there. So it was a true to tail. Good old Donnybrook. There's a question mark at the end of the bike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was a good way to start off high energy. Everybody just. You know, full bore, punching and kicking each other. And they, yeah, those two factions are always ones that deliver, but... They do. Dare I say they might be running that gamut a little dry. Yeah, I feel like at this point that's enough. That's a good way to wrap it up. Um, unfortunately for Sheamus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be able to squander those intercontinental yeah. championship Yeah, I really but. thought he had it. And real quick, you know, we're talking about the pay-per-view, but we never got a chance to talk about SmackDown or Raw. Mm-hmm. What was with that tap? What's with what now? From Gunther. The tag? Oh, the tap. The tap. Yeah, on SmackDown, the uh, match that they had against each other, he, he Sheamus had uh, Gunther in an interesting hold, and Gunther tapped the mat twice with his right hand. And for some reason, the referee instantly said, no, that wasn't a tap. Right. 
But to me, that looked like a tab. It Clear didn't look day. like it didn't look like a ow. I'm in pain, just trying to get some frustrations out or some focus somewhere else in my body. It definitely looked like a tap. It looked like the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey bullshit. Yeah, exactly. The ref like talked to him, said a couple things, and then was like, "Nope, nope, no yeah. tag." Yeah. So that was a little bit weird, but and then end up bringing the shillelagh. Yep. Into the match, boshing him over the head. And that was used a couple times in this match as well. Of course. So again, of you course. know, that was the match. running. That was a running gimmick. Of course, of course. But it was. It was a good match. Nothing wrong with the match. Just, nope. I think we've ran. I think we've ran this 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 dry. I think we have, but I will always be the first one to admit that lately I love seeing Sheamus just get whooped. And he has been. His chest has been oh bloody my every God. week for he like two, really, three months. Yeah, put out a phenomenal performance by just letting whoever he fights just whoop his ass. It's, it's just been great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he takes a real beating, but it's really made Gunther and Imperium look so much stronger, which is great because they should. And they already did, but honest to God, like this this feud with the brawling brutes and the actual brutality of each one of these matches has, Absolutely. has accentuated their abilities tenfold. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see who uh, they want to go up against next. Right. Uh, after that, we had Ronda Rousey taking on Liv Morgan in an Extreme Rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. And I think this went about... As on par as everybody thought it was going to, I, at the last minute, changed. We did do predictions. Uh, we tweeted them out right before the pay-per-view started. Um, and I, I changed my mind at the last second, and I went with Liv Morgan. I was kind of hoping WWE was going to give Liv a little bit more of a push, give, him the, give her that edge that they've been trying to yeah, get on her. Yeah, what a huge thing to say, I beat Ronda Rousey three times. Yeah. Because I then, think they said nobody has beat Ronda Rousey twice. So three times would have been like, wow, Liv Morgan is something to talk about. And it would have been a nice little nail in the coffin after she had that controversial pin on Ronda Rousey. Exactly. This is the sealed deal. But that proves right there. Like, nope, she she probably shouldn't have retained the second time. And the third time was just to prove that anything they put Ronda in, she's bound to win. And we watched uh, right before this, there was a couple videos on WWE. We're just trying to get a refresher on what physically happened. Um I, I'm assuming they're teasing some type of character change for Liv because they were looking for her on a backstage segment, and when they found her, she was in a dark corner, shaking back and forth. When they asked her if she was okay, she just like looked at the camera and that cliche "I'm losing my shit" vibe. So I don't know if she's going, if she's going to be the next one with the Lily doll, and she's going to be the next one going batshit crazy, right? Or what's the deal, but... But hopefully a, a change for her to not just be this person who just has the super bubbly personality who just gets stumped. You know, hopefully they'll do something with her to where she can have this, like... But isn't that what happened with Alexa Bliss? Like, did yeah. isn't that, like, almost yeah. carbon copy? She was a very, like, yep. bubbly... Not, maybe not bubbly, but... People take Alexa Bliss really seriously now, though. Because she went all creepy, weird, uh-huh. insane batshit with Bray Wyatt. Yep. And interestingly enough... Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, Ronda, Ronda Rousey is your new WWE SmackDown Women's Champion after submitting Liv Morgan in the fa- last few minutes of the match. Yeah. You know, it was, it was hard to, to follow Imperium and uh, the Brawling Brutes. You know, you got to give it to them. That's a, right. hard, that's a hard match to follow. Right. But very entertaining nonetheless. Um, this was not my least expected 
match to suck. Like I, I this was like my second to last, but it 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 wasn't bad. It was eh. It was not a pay per view worthy match. No, not necessarily. But it wasn't. It was definitely a. I could have seen this being resolved on Raw SmackDown. Absolutely, absolutely. What I did love about the pay-per-view, or I'm sorry, premium live event. Mm. I always think of Simon Miller when I say that incorrectly. Um, what I did love was what was next, which was Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross in the strap match. <laughs> that was fun. I mean, when have you ever watched a strap match and thought, hmm, that sucked? Yeah. That wasn't entertaining. You know, they did exactly what you thought. They whipped... Whew, they whipped each other. Oh, there was so a bad. couple of those shots. That so bad, and there was like they the, every, had, we had what six or seven people here, and every single time that he, either one of them got whipped, you could hear everybody all jumped. Of them just like ooh, <laughs> either buttholes clenched or people jumping off the couch. Yeah, but there was like no slack left in the in the uh, strap at at the at one point. They what, were just they going were back each- and just slapping each other in the back, and it was just. Oh, well, it's funny because you can definitely tell that Drew McIntyre's probably had a little bit more experience with just. I guess leather straps because he was whipping the living hell out of yeah, Karrion Cross, and Karrion Cross had like eight inches of strap doubled over, and he <laughs> had no no slack. So it was just his wrist movement slapping Drew McIntyre in the back, and it was just the most pitiful noise. And then Drew would absolutely belt him, and it would you you'd hear the reverberations throughout the entire arena. And Karrion Cross just couldn't get it until the absolute last second. Uh-huh. You could see, like, the light bulb go on in his head as he's like, oh, yeah, if I do this. And then he's got four yeah, feet right. of slack and he's beating the <laughs> shit out of Drew McIntyre. Scarlet was standing in the corner pretty much just, like, begging uh, Drew McIntyre to stop. Yeah. Do have to compliment, and I know I said this while everybody was here, the camera work on Karrion Cross's intro. I didn't like it at first, the yeah. black and white, but the it's last good. few times I've seen it, it's good with with uh, Scarlet, Scarlet, with the hood and the well, not just that she's like in the way at that last shot, and yep. then as she finishes the words and that is in the song, she yep. moves out of the way and Carrie Cross breaks into the and it's scene. now it's like red and it's like the actual it's color. It's so good. And it's so well thought, very out. well shot. Even uh, some of the people that were here that were watching it didn't really don't really watch. WWE or AEW very often and um they're like wow that intro was just so smooth like they're like they were, I didn't even realize they were in the ring so it was just yeah it was just one yeah. of those really cool things that the transition is really good do you think the that's why they fun. have the stairs set up like that yeah because they move the stairs the ones that are for the corner of the ring to the side of the ring yeah it transitions well though following that match we had Bianca Belair and Bailey in a first ever women's Ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, and it was one of the matches I was looking forward to. Although it was one of the matches I think that let me down the most. Really? Yeah. It just was very slow. Yeah, I think they were very wary to do some of those spots because it didn't seem like the the height of those ladders was intense. Was intense. And neither one of those girls are very tall. Yeah. And it just seemed like both of them had a really hard time moving those ladders around. They did, yeah. And I'm, and obviously, I 100% guarantee Bianca Belair is stronger than me. No doubt in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. But she looked like she just was having, a, both of them having a hell of a time maneuvering those ladders. Uh-huh. And I don't know what was with that end spot. Bianca Belair was opening a, a ladder while it was laying down. 
and I, I you know opened up the legs yeah and, and then went and got it. bailey and bailey picked up a half of a ladder held it on her shoulder or on her in front of her as bianca put her on her shoulders and awkwardly hit her with a KOD with the ladder, which was a pretty good spot. Yeah, well, it looked like she bl- blasted her in the face. But have no idea what she was doing with that open ladder on the ground. Yeah, not a clue. That was very odd. I thought she was going to throw her onto that ladder. But it almost looked like the ladder that Bailey was holding got caught up on the ladder that was in the middle of the actual ring. Yeah. So she might have just had an issue getting by and was just like, whatever, I'm just going to do this. I don't but know. But man, either Bailey got hurt or she sold it. Yeah, she looked like her face smashed into that ladder. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I mean, they they showed a uh, a face shot of her after she lost, and she didn't look like she had any injuries to her no, mouth. Looked a little bit red. The for, Joker. Yeah, the Joker smile. <laughs> Both of her elbows got busted open, though. Oh, oh yeah. and that. Oh, we've got to talk about that. Oh. That off. Well, I think she was off the top rope when uh, Bianca Belair was propped on a ladder that was wedged between the. St- the steel steps and the and bury the barricade and i don't know if she missed if she was going for a half shot or what happened but bailey came down and it looked like her right elbow just absolutely just destroyed part yeah, of that ladder like she went a little too far and it looked like her upper sh- upper shoulders drove into bianca's chest and just both of them did not do well on that uh-huh. spot but it was such a good spot like it, it really was, was. never was seen anybody set a ladder up like that no, it was really odd. I've seen from the side of the ring to the mm-hmm. barricade. I've seen from the side of the ring yeah. to the table, like the ounce table, but I've never seen it to the corner like it, that. It was a weird ladder match. I've watched a lot, of, a lot of ladder matches in my life. So I don't know if it's because I watch AEW a lot and I'm used to, you know, Sammy Guevara and, and Cody Rhodes doing ladder matches and doing cutters off of them. But I was just expecting more. From like even halfway up from the ladder. Well, neither one of them were really super acrobatic. Yeah, understandable. But I thought there would be something from the ladder itself. It was more like smashing into the ladder. And that's what I well, that's what I mean. Like, neither one of them were very acrobatic with their move set, which is fine. But it it's very hard to have, like you said, a a really intense ladder match because you're just taking the ladder, hitting them, or having them thrown onto the ladder, which is brutal in itself. But oh, the no the whole charm of a ladder match is the heights. Yeah, and the jumps did Jeff Hardy ruin it for me? You and know? the yeah, because there's always that one guy that gets to the top, and all he's got to do is just reach wait up no, and wait undo no, the. Wait the wait he's wait just going to no, undo the belt, but then he looks down, and his opponent stands up in a daze, and he's like, "Well, I might as well front flip." Yeah, on him. and that's what Jeff Hardy would do. So, yeah, am I spoiled? Is that my issue? Yes. Is that why I didn't like it as much? Yes. Perhaps. Probably. Because to me, I think ladder match you, like, oh, high flying Isaiah Cassidy or something, you know, just like doing a flip off the top of the ladder. You're you know? starting to show your age. Is These that, kids don't know how to wrestle anymore. They don't know how to do a ladder match. Back in my day, we had three yeah. tag teams beating the shit out of each other with tables, ladders and yeah. chairs. Teddy Long would come out in the middle of a match and say, you guys are all going to have a three-way on three-way on three-way match, sucker. Teddy Long. <laughs> Teddy Long. Every time Teddy Long came out, you knew it was a tag match. Was oh, yeah. One guy in the ring. You saw it out. coming, though. Like, it was one of those things, and you're like, mm, yeah. Teddy Long's coming out. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, nonetheless. Can we have Teddy Long on the podcast? Somebody get Teddy Long on this podcast. He's out there blocking everybody on Twitter. 
He actually turned that into a shirt. I saw that. That's amazing. That's that's a good way to profit off of social that's media. A, that's a Teddy Long move <laughs> right there. Um, next up was Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match. I, that poor ref. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Edge would hit Finn, and then the ref would get in the Finn's face like way too close with the mic, and Finn would be like, <sighs> No. Never. This was the my least excited for match, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I've just not been into Edge since he's come back for, I don't know, the second time, I guess. On this day. I just, I don't know. I just, I can't get behind him. <laughs> you know, I was never an Edge head to begin with, so yeah. I guess that might have something to do with it, but I hated Jericho, and now I love Jericho. Yeah, but you don't like Edge? He didn't, he didn't grow on you? No, I didn't really, like, dig Edge. I thought Edge and Christian were lame. 100%. Do you like Christian now? No. Oh. I mean, I enjoy Christian because he's a good uh, persona. He's a good yeah, wrestler. Yeah. He does his job well. Yeah. But if I'm firing up WWE, I'm sure as hell not picking Christian <laughs> to run through this storyline. Like, Why not? I, he's out there looking for his peeps. You I'm know? not one of them. I'm not a peep. I am. I'm not. A, I'm peep I'm adjacent. There. I'm married a peep. <laughs> you married a peep? Yeah. You're one of the peeps and I married you. Oh, I'm, a, you I'm married peeps a peep. adjacent. Okay. Well, we had a discussion at the at the premium live event, and it was who aged better. Oh, Christian. Oh, absolutely. Are we talking? Hold on. Are we talking looks, or are we talking rest- career? Career. <laughs> no, uh, we career talking, wise, definitely Edge. Yeah, we were talking about appearance. I gotta go, Christian. All day, Christian looks great. I mean, they both look like dilfs, but <laughs> but Edge looks like a dilf that's like past his dilf stage. Yeah, and he's getting to Beth the point. Looks good. Beth? Yeah. Oh, Beth looks really good. Yeah. And she came out and she helped. Well, no, she didn't help. She did the exact opposite. Yeah, I guess she didn't help. Yeah. (laughs) She did the exact opposite. She did the exact opposite because they had their match. She was there, but then Rhea was there. They had their match. They everybody beat the living hell out of each other, like you know, you expect. Of course the judgment day came out and And Beth Phoenix came out ultimately to try and save the day. And they got the best of her in Rhea Ripley told edge to either yell i quit or she's gonna hit him hit uh with a concerto with a concerto and edge does the smart thing and finally yells i quit and lo and behold uh, rhea ripley just does like the exact- christian would do oh yeah just like christian would do i mean it hits that concerto and she in she smashed she blasted her to the moon it's so good <laughs> it's when it's done so it, it's done it. so well yep that when he did good. it to Jungle Boy, when Christian did that to Jungle Bell, <laughs> Jungle Bell, yeah, Jungle Boy, a couple I months Jack ago, Jack was done. Ooh, girl, yep, right in front of his mama and his sister. Yeah, <laughs> poor dude. So it was okay. Yeah, I wasn't too excited about it. It well, was wait, well, what was the mask that Finn was wearing when he came in with the oh one eye? Oh my god, the Get, fucking Borderlands g- gimp mask, <laughs> studded. Gimp mask with know. one eye hole? One eye hole that was like behind <laughs> mesh and everything else was this like diamond colored, uh, like studded. It w- it looked like somebody took like punk rock and turned it into a fashion statement in like L.A. <laughs> and that was like Charged one of the like models. Charged like $3,000 yeah, for it. Yeah, for the fucking scrunchy mask that came from the Dollar Tree you sewed the hole up from and covered it in studs. It looked like something MGK MGK would wear. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Looks I I, I that just was interesting. Yeah, I was The hockey stick was fun. Me and Randy had way had way too much fun with that. We were laughing too hard about <laughs> yeah. it. Cuz Randy and I Jade Koth, we we used to play, well he still does. I don't do it so much anymore. But we uh would play street hockey out in the Sass and uh we were both looking at that stick and we're like Damn, he's like smacking that over another man, like breaking the integrity of that stick. I think it's like a two hundred dollar stick. <laughs> like we're sitting there looking at, it like, why are you doing that? Like, let me get that stick. Take this little shit stick that I got. And... Yeah, right. That would hurt way more. Oh, it was terrible. But yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was a match. It was good. <laughs> if you liked the storyline, which I can see a lot of people enjoying the storyline. If you liked it, then I can see why. It just furthered it. I don't know where they're going with it is my but issue. But do you think Edge is done? No, there's no way no, Edge is no, done. No, 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 no. No, I don't know why I said no, that. No, Beth no, Phoenix no, just no. got squished like a bug. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix are going to have a match. Yeah. Calling it here. Uh-huh. Rhea Ripley had a pair of handcuffs. Did she? Yep. I was distracted. Dominatrix, man. I mean, that's like baby steps into a dominatrix. Well, yeah, this is, w- this is PG. This WWE. is not coffee and dominatrix. No, this is also not Edge with uh, Lita. Rated our superstar, you know, had sex with Lita on Raw. Raw on, on Raw. Raw. Yeah, there was a bed in the middle of the ring. Yep. I apparently, apparently, there's a nip slip. Is there? I don't know. I've heard, but like when I heard about it, you know, I'm I was like ten, and 12. you weren't able to like fact you, there check. There was that. no such thing as DVR unless you pop that <laughs> in a VCR and you were recording that shit like live. Yeah. Plus, there what were we no gonna replays. do? What were we gonna do? Put in your AOL CD and like start up and like look for Elias. No, boob? come on. You, my my family's better than that. We didn't use AOL. What do you use? We use Go Webco. What the hell is that? Down, where there's a bar down down the road. There used to be God. a bar where um not sportsers. The bar that Dustin and Greg used to go to all the time, right oh, by the gas oh. station. Oh, okay, yeah. That used to be an internet service provider. It was called Go Webco. Oh, Dialed. Yeah, it was bad. Scoreboards. Yeah, we're scoreboards. Is. Okay, cool. That's hilarious. Yeah, and we it's were, called Go Webco. It was Go. It was GoWebco dot com. Two thousands. This was, let's see, yeah, early two thousands. Okay, what'd you do, like? By internet? Like, I don't know. How, how did that was, work back then? I was 10. My mom <laughs> just showed up with the internet and I was like, ooh, doom. It must have been a good deal if your mom did it. Yeah. That's my, no jab at your mom, but. That's, yeah, she <laughs> she always found great deals. That shit Go sucked. Go Webco. That shit sucked. <laughs> they said local, good deal. She said great. Support local, <laughs> local businesses by supporting local internet providers. Go Webco. I didn't know you could have a local oh. internet provider. We were getting way off topic. Yeah. Do you remember when they used to get like games in like cereal boxes? I used oh, yeah. to play Chex Quest, bro. The absolute shit for hours, hours. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I never got that cereal. I hated the cereal. I don't remember what cereal was, but I remember like <laughs> it looking... only came with one specific cereal. And you no, hated it? I just remember wanting to play the game, but I hated the cereal. I probably talked my mom into getting it if it was a cereal I didn't like, just so I could play the game. No, I you know me and my cereals. I can't do more than like Cheerios, cinnamon checks, <laughs> plain. Yeah, no, guarantee Cheerios. It, it wasn't something on my approved list of things that I yeah. like to eat, so I wouldn't have eaten it. <laughs> I was probably like Apple Jacks or something. So from there, they took the turnbuckles off the ring, and they lowered the fight pit, which was just a cage with a platform and an extended part, and you don't win if you get out. 
So I really don't understand the fight pit. It's just a bigger <laughs> cage. Yeah, the platform. And I guess I, I, I reminded me of the WCW uh, Ready to Rumble movie where it was like a three-tiered <laughs> hell in the cell. Like, yeah. As soon as it started coming down, that's what it gave me the vibe of. Understandable, yeah. It was a good match, though. It was. It was really fun. They started out with uh, Matt Riddle really showing his strength in this type of match uh, with Seth Rollins and his cocky usual attitude and kind of making an ass out of Seth Rollins by really applying some some techniques, some, you know, striking techniques, utilizing the cage. We didn't talk about how Seth Rollins came out looking like Rob Van Dam, though. What a what a throwback! <laughs> like what an like, I I especially for the group we were with, it was just one of those things. He walked out, and I was like, hmm. somebody made the joke, and it was one of those it, like, yeah, ha. it was me. I huh? said it looks like uh, Seth Rollins drove out to Daytona Beach, yep, and he got his outfit spray painted by the same person that RVD'd, yep, gets, like gets to do his. Oh yeah, one hundred with the ponytail and everything. That was an ode to RVD. I actually read a story the other day. He <laughs> said that. Uh, WWE, when they started doing stuff with Rob Van Dam, they wanted to give him like a an outfit that they could market real easy, and he never ended up using it. But the, there's a bunch of live shows that he's got pictures of him in this like black and red uh, singlet that is just so out of character for Rob Van Dam. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, WWE wanted to, wanted to change him out of that that colorful style that he had and just put him in something that was easily marketable. Yeah. And he wanted nothing to do with that. Right. Right. Oh yeah. That's no. why he constantly changes stuff. And it was the same. It's I, if I, if I remember right, it's the same guy. Like he's always had the same guy. Oh, that does artwork. all of his stuff yeah. for him. Yeah. I think he like patents his stuff. I think he did later in life. Yeah. I don't know if he, I think he patented a bunch of them. I think so. Maybe they wouldn't use it in the games from what I understand. Yeah. In 2k 22, you, when you unlock them, it's like this, it's the Candy grossest ass. thing. It's dumb. Because, <laughs> yeah, that artist, he would uh, copyright all of the art he right. did. Right. No, that's smart. Right. But um, anyways. But it was it was very a physical, uh, very intense match. A couple uh, of Seth, times. Seth really tried to act like he was going to go blow for blow with Seth Riddle at the beginning. Seth Riddle. <laughs> Matt Riddle. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out on it. But... Seth Riddle. No, he was going punch for punch. He thought he was going to go punch for punch with Yeah, uh, he, he walked Matt in Riddle. with that cocky attitude. Like and he then, was going to square up with him. And, and then Matt Riddle straight not kicked happen. him in the chest. Yeah, <laughs> that did not happen. But uh, you can't blame him. You know, Seth's been talking a lot of shit yep. to Matt and about Matt's family. So oh, he, yeah. had, he had a receipt coming. That was for sure. Especially doing something like this. You knew that Matt was going to have to you know, pull out all the best moves absolutely possible on this one. I was disappointed, though, in the end result. Not the who won. Yeah. But Matt Riddle said he was going to kill Seth Rollins, and I was really hoping that this was going to be the, the beginning of... It wasn't even borderline killed. But, you know, you, you remember <laughs> when we were all watching 90s action movies when we were kids and, yeah. like, post-apocalyptic, there was, like, to-the-death fights? I thought this was it. I thought this For was sure. the catalyst that was going to bring us in. I thought Matt Riddle was going to kill Seth Rollins <laughs> in the cage, in the fight pit. Yeah. We'd finally break through, and it would finally be Mad Max era times, and we'd be able to take the Jeep that we have and turn it into an absolute four-cylinder war machine. Right. But it's not. It's not he what didn't happened. Kill him. He won. He did win. But he didn't kill him. 
No. And that's okay. Because I like Seth Rollins. I don't really want him to die, but at the same time. I don't want time, him to die either. I'm he's, still he's down. Kid, I'm know? still down for this post apocalyptic Mad Max. You know, let's do this. Put a bucket on my head and put some spikes in it. <laughs> uh, Riddle ended up hitting a senton from the first level of the cage, but there wasn't a lot of action coming from the first level down into uh, where everybody was fighting, like in the right. actual like fight pit area. I, I thought also, there would be more action in that regards. It was like once they got up there, they just like stayed up there. Right. I also thought the special referee Daniel Cormier would have gotten a little bit more involved, especially in the beginning. Matt Riddle like was going to town on on Seth Rollins. He went to like kind of look in, and like Matt just brought his arm up and like struck uh, DC just in in the heat of the moment like didn't like turn to him and hit but dc grabbed him ripped ripped him off uh rollins and gave him the business and then a few minutes later rollins did like a very similar thing yep. he ripped rollins off and gave him the don't business. touch me and i kind of thought maybe like okay maybe he's gonna do this thing and the the match is gonna be decided because daniel cormier fucking deck seth rollins out of just anger and like, yeah. oh shit, and that's how he's going to call the fight. But yeah, that's not what happened. No, they teased it for a little bit, and then that was they it. did, and then they got up there, and I, I don't remember at this point who it was, but somebody pinned somebody up at the top, and they were, no, no, it wasn't a pin. It was Seth Rollins oh, sorry, trying yeah. to get. Uh, he hit Matt Riddle with something. And he, yeah, and Matt he was Riddle trying was to get down. Him to he was trying out. to get him to count, and he's like, I can't. Count. I can't. He's not, he's yeah, not down here. So yeah, that was kind of odd. I think yeah, they didn't I don't, do much from like getting down from there. After that, did they? Matt Riddle had that, that, I don't know, that butt stomp. Oh, he. Oh, my God. He it looked, looked like, like he got hurt. It looked like a five-year-old who was told to jump off, like, a five-foot jump, and he just let his ass go forward. It looked like his bottom half smashed into the mat, mm-hmm. and his upper half slung shot into Seth, smashing Seth's ribs. Yeah. And that still wasn't the end of the match. No, it looked like Riddle blew his butthole out. <laughs> he screamed and like just, he was. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> and it I'm gonna bad. peek out that one, but it was his face was just horrible. Like he definitely got hurt on that one. Yeah, but he played it off. He did. He played it off real well. He did. And then what was really played off well was the two of them. They wrapped it up. They threw the cage up. They celebrated for a minute. They both walked off. They hit the WWE copyright yep, 2022. And all of us were like, really? No white rabbit? Because they had a clue or two sprinkled through the beginning, yep, but then that, that was, was it. There wasn't, here. but there was nothing else from after, uh, no, like the second one and up until the end of the, until mm-hmm. now. Yep. And, uh, lo and behold, that quickly tra- changed, which was really cool. So they definitely got us in that perspective. Um, they started playing, uh, you know, got the whole. Oh, was, that was he was saying it. Yeah, he was saying it, and every time that he would say it, another like all the lights went out. Uh, spotlight would go out, pop up on a corner in the in the arena, and there'd be a buzzard in an outfit standing there and yeah, blink different out. characters from the Firefly Funhouse. Right, right, and then and finally, that was cool. It was like each corner, it was like another character would pop up. Right, it was just like building the suspense and. But if you uh, knew, you knew. You did. And then uh, this the random like door appeared. And it opened. And from behind the door, you saw the silhouette of a lamp. 
And out walks a masked man in a gray mask. And thank God. Oh, man. That How when he bummed. took the mask off, it was Bray fucking Wyatt. How bummed would everybody would have been if it wasn't? And he looked in the the camera and said, I'm here. And then went to blow the candle out. And it went out before he had a chance to blow on it. Yeah, it did. That was that was a bummer. <laughs> but that, that happened all the time before. You know? that, no, but all that build up. I know. All that build Honest up. to God, I was at that point where I was like, who fucking cares? It's Bray Wyatt. It's actually happening. This is actually happening. Yep. So Bray Wyatt so, is back in WWE. I yep. just dropped a screw. That which of course terrible. was just like a super smart move, which we're from a, a crazy Shinfo, but we're from a, like a super small county in Florida and he's from Brooksville, which is not too far from where we're from. It's about 20 minutes away. Yeah. So that's just a really cool fact that he's just like a local dude to where we're from. And right. I don't know what his brother has been doing, but. I know William Regal said something. He'd love to see him more in wrestling. Who's that, his brother? Yeah. God, what was his name? Bo Dallas. Ah, Bo. Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Because you remember, you had a believe. Believe. Fucking hate that Yeah, Mark never liked that. (laughs) Nothing against Bo Dallas, but I hate that Believe. I hope that's not like it. If I remember right, last time I saw him, he was wearing like Hawaiian shirts. I don't know. I don't know. What are you doing there? Bray Wyatt's brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you're listening. Yeah, right. Let us know. But at any rate, we and got that, what we all thought. That tops off Extreme Rules. Yeah, that wraps that up. It was an interesting way to end it. I'm so glad that Bray Wyatt is back. He looks good. He does. Uh, some rivalries may have ended. Some, not so much. There was. I still think there's going to be another Gunter and... Uh, Sheamus, oh, just yeah. one-on-one. It's yep. probably going to be some type of... Probably won't be for the title. I think it will probably be. Yeah? Yeah. I know they just did extreme rules, but some type of very brutal match between the two of them. Okay. Now the Bray Wyatt crown back, jewel. Do you think that's going to affect uh, Alexa Bliss at all? Alexa Bliss? It could. Because they were really teasing like she was going to... Well, she still comes out with Lily. Uh-huh. Like that's her she thing does. Whenever uh, her entrance is. Yeah, but they've definitely been teasing like she was going to do something like that. So. But now Liv Morgan looks like she's going to the nut house. <sighs> Which is possible as well. Yeah. Yeah, very Joker esque. Well, I think, that, I think that was just because that was the colors of Extreme Rules. Yeah, but just the way the she blue. was acting, too. Yeah. Was just very much that way, too. So I don't really know. Time will tell. Um, I do know that Bianca Belair said something about, you know, Asuka and Alexa Bliss will get you back. Talking about uh, yeah. Io Sky and Dakota So we know Kai. that feud's not done. It's like, uh, okay. So are they a faction going. now? Who's that? Uh, uh, Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa. Alexa? I mean, they, a named one. For, they've been one Fairweather for a while. Fairweather faction. Fairweather, yeah. I don't know why. Wrestling promotions obsessions lately with taking a star with a belt and putting him in a three way with two feud. random people. AEW is really good at that. Absolutely no, uh, no reason. Yeah, I'm so glad, and this has nothing to do with WWE. It's AEW. I'm so glad that Brian Cage and Wardlow had the match that they did the other day, where it was just a one on one big meaty men. One of the best matches I've watched in a really long time, and yeah. You can just take your champ and put them in a one-on-one match sometimes. That works, too. 
But just saying, we will talk about that on our next episode. Just saying, because which we should be recording again this tomorrow. weekend. We're doing what an AEW. Yeah, we'll be going over Rampage Podcast. and Dynamite because talk we about are the things behind. I just said. There's no point Let's in talk talking about Raw and SmackDown nah. because it is a you saw it. rules. You the saw only it. thing that came out of SmackDown, um, there's probably a couple things we could talk about. Sure. But uh, it's just more Logan Paul and uh-huh. Roman Reigns what drama. was that? I still don't understand what he was getting I'm at not sure. with Jay. It, I, I don't know. That it, was weird. Uh, you know what? If we... Have to sit through Roman and Logan and the Usos talking. I will gladly do it just to hear Sammy speak. Oh, 100%. The star of SmackDown. The star of WWE. WWE. Yep. Sammy. Yep. Fucking Zane. Yep. So entertaining. We also saw the return, or not the return, the debut of Legado del Fantasia. And oh, Selena Vega. Vega. Her new look is cool. Uh, that involves Santo Escobar. Jacqueline Wilde and Cruz del Toro. I can't roll my tongue. That's okay. So deal with it. They attacked Hit Row. Um, Hit Row. Raquel Rodriguez <laughs> and Shotzi kind of solidified their solidified their tag team a little bit more They're with a good another tag win team. This week. I like it. I, I can I can dig it. Uh, New Day and Braun Strowman beat the hell out of the Usos and Sami Zayn. Yep. After there's been some turmoil in storyline yep. with that, after Which... Sami Zayn's been appointed as uh, Jay Usos. Hothead supervisor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, when's the last time the Usos lost? Last night. Well, aside from that, hello. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. That kind of does it for WWE. Okay. And uh, I guess that'll do it for this episode. All right. I'm tired. Me too. I'm surprised I was able to get through this with a coherent thought. Yeah. And I know that everybody that was over here. If they listen to this, they're going to listen to it and be like, huh, Mark said those same exact things. Well, then just don't listen to this, okay? Too late. No, do listen to this. Oh, yeah. If you listen to this point, you've already gotten past yeah, the right. 30% minimum you need to, to do. I mean, I blame Tony Khan because we were for so WWE? tired from yesterday from all the oh wrestling we had to watch because Tony Khan just gives us banger. After banger. <laughs> we after watched four banger. straight hours of wrestling yesterday. I like swear I barely even blinked. And after it was done, I was like, I can't record right now. I can't do it. We had every good intention. So we had much a plan. Wrestling. We sat down. We were going to do it. I couldn't and then, do it, guys. I'm sorry. And then 1130 rolled around. We we're like, we're both dead to this world. But there's a lot to unpackage with uh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, and yes. Battle of the Belts 4. Yeah. So we were cover, cover that uh, tomorrow. And uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. We appreciate your support. Make also, sure. real quick, if you are a random, I don't know, company, artist, uh, you have a local business or something like that, and you have sticker packs, like just random stickers that you would be willing to send to us for us to be able to give out, please send us a message on Twitter at CAW Wrestling Pod. You can also find me on Twitter at Gunk Dudley. And me at a bacon party. Thank you for joining us. Uh, This is going to be the weirdest outro because I'm just going to put the music here and that'll be the end of it. Because I'm tired. It's really late and I have school to do in the morning. But. I'll do it. (laughs) 